It's the LRC The podcast was a game We be MVP Knowledge is power Lend an ear for the next hour And tell these other whack podcasts To hit the showers Cause we the best Numero uno We like the sumo Up against the straw weight Our content's great We talking sports Pop culture The squared circle and all You shanky on the mic Mixed with Jinder Mahal And we support Everybody, welcome back to the Squared Sofa, the wrestling podcast that's on the tip of the tongues of all the big names in the biz. They're all talking about the living room champs. They're all talking about the Squared Sofa. They're all talking about Mikey Whitesnake and Len Biggs talking about wrestling. And this mic is the first time we've probably went back-to-back weeks and maybe in the history of this show, or if not for a long time, back-to-back episodes and it's all because the game is on i mean the game's on triple h is fully in power and his fingerprints could not be more all over something than they've been over the shows this past weekend in my opinion so we i did it's much quicker of a transition than i expected so SummerSlam was saturday i thought it was a very good show an a i'd get graded an a show it was a great show um a lot of things happened and you know just first before we get into specific matches i mean mike what do you think just about your opinion of like how much this is a different product than what vince was doing just a couple weeks ago i don't think it's quite as dramatic as as some people say i can definitely see some differences i mean there's some obvious changes right Mm -hmm. some new talent right uh you know some different more wrestling more wrestling right uh just tweaks here and there but yeah. overall it's the same product uh you know i'm interested to see if over the next couple months like they start to change their their video packages and their graphics and mm-hmm. and some other kind of more cosmetic changes uh on the front end of the product there on raw or smackdown but i think you can feel it in the, in the wrestling community right uh i think you know, it's, it's people are looking at Triple H right now with a lot of praise, a lot of goodwill. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to come back to the WWE product because of that, and it's his time to to shine. I mean, I think he's off to a good start here with SummerSlam, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get through all the kind of things that I felt was, you know, clearly Triple H, and Mike probably agrees with me on most of them. And he's, you're right, though, mostly minor changes, but you can just, just the whole feel... Well, it's not like one specific thing like this, but the whole feel, like the announcers feel more comfortable. Um, the promos feel more comfortable. Everybody just seems a little bit looser. So it's pretty cool. As far as SummerSlam goes, like we said, great show. I'm going to go, I'm going to go through every specific match in a whole bunch of detail, but we'll say the show started off with, in my opinion, the best match of the night, bell to bell, the women's championship, Becky Lynch challenging Bianca Belair for the women's championship. And this match, uh, I mean, I didn't think they'd even come probably be able to approach the WrestleMania match. Now, honestly, it's one of the best women's matches of all time. And they did approach it, and it was really good. This was also, I mean, top of the top well, women's match, match period, but women's match in particular. Um, uh, Bianca retains. What did you think, Mike, about that match? It's like you said, just solid bell-to-bell. Uh, unfortunate, it looks like that. Uh, 
uh, Becky is obviously a face again, but also injured. Yeah, so uh, Becky is now has a separated shoulder in the match to expect her to miss a couple months here, I would guess. Yeah, I think the result that, that most expected in this situation, I think you called it being another squash mm-hmm. in return, but I'm glad they gave us, a like you said, just a solid belt. Oh, yeah, belt. much better, yeah. Uh, in and out of the ring action. Uh, Bianca's a star, but the real surprise here, Len, is what happened after. The yeah, match. exactly, because Becky was hurt, but then showed the respect to, to Bianca. She did the handshake. Ominous handshake. Yeah, yeah. Bianca reluctantly finally made the handshake, yep. and there clearly you could see turn you know Becky back into a baby face. But she's hurt. She's rolling out, and then the moment many many of us have been waiting for for a long time. The glorious music of Bailey hits, and you know the place erupts. Obviously, Bailey comes out. Uh, I mean, there, I don't know of anybody that wasn't waiting for Bailey to come back. Bailey's the best. She was doing the best work of her whole life before her injury. Just top-notch heel work. So she comes out, approaches the ring. You know what's going to happen? What's going to happen? She gets about two thirds away there, stops, and then. The music. Two thirds of the way was about a quarter mile, I think. Yeah, it was a very long way, for sure. It was a long, long ramp. So, whose music hits there? But uh, someone not employed by the WWE, as far as we knew, Dakota Kai music hits. Out comes Dakota Kai. The crowd erupts again, you know. And me personally, and like fans of NXT, like Mike and myself, I know I personally erupted. Like, I was so ecstatic that Dakota Kai was back. I thought, I think she's just fantastic. And then you're like, oh, my, this is crazy. This is what's going on. They walk a little bit further, and then, boom, the, the music of Io Shirai. Now, Io Sky is her name on the main roster. But Io Shirai, her music hits, and I love her music. Yeah. She, has, she has a great theme. Yeah. It hits. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. They have Dakota Kai back, who was completely not, she was released. And then um, Io Shirai, who was, the all the rumors were that once her contract was up, she was going back to Japan. That was it. So this is just, I mean, an amazing turn of events. And, and as they approach Bianca, they're going to threaten Bianca. Becky comes back to have her back. And they walk off. Blah, what a fucking moment. I mean, Triple H to the core this is triple h like his heart on a plate like bringing dakota kai and leo try here in this situation i guarantee he's wanted this for so long i bet he's wanted the, these two on this roster for like two years honestly and couldn't get it past vince immediately does it first match first pay-per-view premium line of that awesome it was yeah, just awesome yeah and still though a little bit of of old influence there and in, in the name change yeah but Similar themes, yep. similar presentations, which as as of lately, I think a lot of NXT uh, talent that comes up have had pretty significant tweaks. I mean, look right. at Butch. Um, you can go on down the line. Boogs. I mean, yeah, a lot pretty of much those. everyone got repackaged. Oh for the yeah, most part. Yep. Um, a few Austin theories, I guess, maybe an exception to that. But here they are. They're who we know. There's a little bit of confusion there over Io Shirai or Io Sky's. Mm-hmm. name i thought it was a, a slip yeah initially yeah because her graphics in her in the the tron which was not a great entrance by the way no it was a really bad for a for a summer <laughs> seven very bad yeah entrance. yeah it was like it was an afterthought um but whatever you know no. kind of old school too but it, it said shirai so i thought they messed up the name and then they said it three or four times after so you kind of know at that point someone's in his ear yeah the name's changed 
so, you know, that's kind of a shock. But, I mean, obviously, Len. I mean, we both love Eos Guy, Io Shirai. Yeah. Of NXT fame. Uh, For a well, name change, that one's not bad at all either. Right, and I hope they just embrace what she does well. Let her have that awesome entrance. Um, yeah. Dakota Kai's and Bailey's, by the way, not great entrance music. I hope they get into a good theme for this group, but we'll see. That's another thing. How many factions are going to be rolling around now? That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I, I mean, this is just it's intriguing. An interesting time for WWE. For Definitely. And this yeah. just carrying into raw, we'll just go right to raw on this, this particular story. Like you said, I mean, everything carries over to raw and then you get EO Shirai, EO sky, Against Bianca Belair, great match in an unbelievable Come match on. that got like twenty minutes of airtime, yeah. and those are things you know. There's no way that would ever have happened in recent years with it not being under Triple H. You know what I mean, Vince? This match would have been three minutes in a double countout or something stupid. They go twenty minutes, great match. Io Shirai, Io Sky, while she doesn't get the win. She also does. She looks great. Good, yeah. yeah, just looks great in it the whole way. Like no, doesn't take the loss either. So it's a, yeah, just a great moment they're carrying over between those people. So it'll be interesting to see. On Monday, it seemed that we have Oscar and Alexa having the back of Bianca right now. So that's probably the six woman match you're looking at for uh, Castle, what a Castlevania, whatever it's called. Castlevania. Clash at the Castle. Yeah. So I think if you. You're probably looking at that six woman tag there. Um, I we had our hopes, you know, sp sparked uh, on Monday when the rumor came out that Sasha and Naomi had agreed to return to WWE. And sounds I, like that's still going to happen. It does seem like that's going to happen. That's it hasn't been confirmed, but it really seems to be pointing that direction. And on Monday, when they when people were reporting it, I thought, I mean, what a perfect time. Them to return, have Bianca's back right there in a three on three for Ca Clash to Castle. I mean, I thought that would have been the best. If it's a loaded roster, all yeah, I mean, crazy. So they didn't do that, they went with Oscar and Alexa. So it seems that way. We're not sure about Naomi and Sasha, but it seems to be trending towards them coming back, and that's great, obviously. Um, also on SummerSlam, we had a couple celebrity matches. So McAfee and Corbin, um, I thought that match was underwhelming specifically yeah. to me I, lo I love McAfee both in the ring and I also like Corbin a lot in the ring and um on the mic but I just thought this under delivered a little bit McAfee seemed a little off like maybe lost a little step in the time who knows you know or just might have been slippery you never know that kind of stuff but I he mean, had a little compared footing to compared to Logan Paul I right think that kind right of that, and that's exactly if you look at the other if yeah. you look at the other celebrity match Mike's talking about Logan Paul versus the Miz yeah. and it was over delivered to to an nth degree, Logan Paul over-delivered as much. I mean, he was really good at WrestleMania, but this was another level, man. He was legit good. Now, I didn't think McAfee was bad by No, no, he, he wasn't. He had a good pace about him. The one thing was was the finish. What What is it? The uh, Panama Code Sunrise Red. Code Red. Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. version. Yeah. Uh, what's he call it? He's got a name for it, doesn't he? I don't know. Now. Pittsburgh Sunrise? I don't know it what it is. Mean, so it's something. He has a name for okay. it. Anyways, it was kind of sloppy. Yeah. A little bit, but not too bad. I mean, this you're right, a little bit underwhelming. Um, but, it. I mean, it's almost like it's an afterthought on a, compared to the rest of the card. Right. But then, And then the other celebrity match. I mean, Logan yeah. Paul just outshined everybody. Yeah. No, he's and a natural. He was, yeah. I mean, amazing. So, yeah, yeah those... Um, 
couple, I mean, Lashley beat Theory to retain the belt. I don't think anybody thought anything different was going to happen there. So there's really not a ton. Of, it was a fine match, but there's not that much to talk about there. Um, Riddle and Rollins had a, you know, conflict, which is whatever, because I wanted to see the match, but I guess we'll have to wait until Clash of the Castle see it now. But I would love to see Riddle and Rollins, you know, for 25 minutes or something. Just uh, real quick on on Rollins, uh, I love him so much. But oh. He opened up raw with the street profits coming out. Just everything that comes out of his mouth to me is just oh, it's the best, hilarious. He's it's so just, good. He's timed his delivery so well. Yeah, that, I mean, it's just like he's got an answer for everything, and it's always great. Yeah, Rollins is the. I mean, he's the best. I period. Mean, so, it's unbelievable. So obviously he was feuding with riddle there i mean is riddle legit hurt or what no i don't think they said that as of last week when they were they reported it was an injury the internet says it's not an injury it was just though they just decided to move it so then they but they did another injury angle at SummerSlam. obviously got stomped out again so they're saying that he has a neck injury whatever but i don't think he's he's gonna be fine but you're right though i mean rollins like every time I see him, he just gets better. He just gets better and better and better. I mean, I've thought he's the best wrestler in the world for the years, multiple years, probably three years now. And I still like think he gets better all the time. His character work is unbelievable at this point. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. And um, Riddle's is really good too. And has, re- has really improved too, you know, made more than just a one note, like, you know, stoner. Like he has, he has a, he's funny. He's got good timing and yeah, stuff too. too. So that's yeah. an interesting right, feud. Right future ahead. Yeah. An interesting feud. Nothing really happened there. Um, you know, the return of edge obviously comes out the, you know, to fend off the judgment day, you know, where that's going. We all know where that's going. Um, Edge well, says on Monday, he's going to tear the judgment day that he created. He's going to end it. Um, I mean, that's not bad. If it leads to like Balor versus edge at clash to castle, you know, that's a awesome. That'll be cool. Whatever. Um, the star of the, that whole thing though has been Rhea Ripley. She is what makes the Judgment Day important, and her she's the one that's made all the interesting moments in the Mysterious feud and all that. So Judgment Day, unfortunately, poor Dominic, man, poor Dominic. Poor Dominic. <laughs> yeah, I think the Judgment Day, honestly, unfortunately, when Edge when they decided Edge was out of it, would like sign their own death warrant. I think I, I like them, but I did, they're just not working for me. Um, who knows? He might come back with them. Who, I mean, he just, who knows? It's kind of like they hit the reset button on a lot of things. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they just said, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just kidding. I'm still the leader of the judgment. Yeah. You never know. Anything good. Anything's in play right now. And then, um, the tag match was good. Obviously street profits Usos. you know, you're not going to get anything subpar out of those teams. I didn't think it was, it wasn't as good as their, um, money in the bank match. Not even close in my opinion. But it was still really good. Obviously, there's little teases here of the profits breaking. Is Ford going to break? You know, Dawkins. Then Monday, they continue that a little bit, but they keep both saying that we're never going to break up. We're together. So, you know, they're probably not together. They're clearly going to break up at some point. But I don't know where they're doing right now. It seems like they could play it both ways now where they could break them up or they could just keep them together for another three months or something. And just because people think they're going to break up. So who knows? Um Liv Morgan and Rousey is the controversial finish. Uh, it was good enough. Liv Morgan has her rolled up, and meanwhile, she's in the arm bar. She clearly taps out at about two and a half, but the ref doesn't see it, gives her the three count. So Liv wins, retains. Obviously, Rousey not happy, 
destroys everyone, including WWE officials. Good timing on that finish by everybody, too. Yeah, very good, very good. And then so Rousey destroys everybody. Rousey has now been suspended indefinitely and fined an undisclosed amount, so we don't know what's going on with Rousey. Liv, you know, survives. That's what you got to do in a situation like that. She survived. And it was pretty good. It was a good way to execute it without making Ronda look bad and getting Ronda turned heel, in my opinion, is what comes out of it, most importantly. And still making Liv get a win instead of just immediately losing that belt because Rousey's just too tough for her, you know? Everybody wants Liv to carry that belt for a little bit. Yep. And then the main event is the match that, to me, over-delivered. I mean, this match, last man standing, last time ever, last meeting, last whatever, last hurrah, Brock Lesnar challenges Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. And huh, it came to play, but this game, this match was good. It was fun. It was an all-time It's win. fun. It's not, I'm not a huge, huge last man standing thing. And that's because you get limited by the, how are you going to get these guys to stay down that are so dominant? Why do you want to see them lay down for 10 seconds? Mm. And they, they come up with different ways a lot. This match is was a great example of Roman Reigns does the main you know retain his belt in a hard fought match it had to be close to a half hour I'd say over Lesnar and you know it takes the Heyman and the Usos and uh, Reigns and a bu- every piece of law theory, law, and, the money theory the and money in the ba- yeah every single thing yeah. to finally bury literally Lesnar under the pile of rubbish where he can't get up before the ten. And Reigns retains. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good way to do it. But what was really good leading up to that point, obviously the highlight was Brock Lesnar drove his tractor to the ring or whatever you call these things. I don't know about farm equipment. I think it's a tractor. tractor. Yeah, so he brings his tractor down. And, you know, throughout the match, he jumps off. A couple things happen. But ultimately, he picks the ring up one one corner of the ring up. Rolls the reins right out of it, and it's like off the ground for the rest of the well, match. Let's back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that entrance ramp, you know, first thing I thought was, "This is absurd, right?" It's, yeah. It's long. It it bends. Yeah. The the entrance itself is is not even really a thing. There's nothing happening Which in a stadium like that. I guess I could, I guess I understand, right? But I was longer kept going. Like Lesnar is either gonna like ride a horse or a yeah. bull or drive a tracker down there, and sure enough, he did uh, with the front end loader. Yeah, comes in the ring, puts the front end. Great heavy machinery skill. Oh, Flawless. I mean, a flawless. But by, by the way, climbs up uh, the arms of the tractor and into the bucket. Stands there. Does his own introduction. Oh, killer. Tosses the mic perfectly into Roman Reigns' hand when he's <laughs> done. Roman does his thing and Brock jumps down and attacks him. I'm right. The tone is set yeah, in that yeah. entrance, which is just fucking amazing. I mean, that's an yeah. all-time moment right there, right up with the Stone Cold beer truck yeah, and angled yeah. milk truck and, and everything else like that. Uh, Austin, I think, had a Zamboni once. Austin, Zamboni once, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, it's a great entrance. It's a great moment, for yeah. sure. You're right about all that. And there's great moments throughout the match. Because, I mean, like, yeah. with the ring lifted like that and, you know, like him in the tractor, it's crazy. It's Ro- a great Roman's image for everyone. tumble was perfect. Nobody yeah. got hurt. Um, yeah. You, there was two missed opportunities there that I really wish they would have. I thought for sure it was a good chance they would because it just seemed like they were hitting everything. Yeah. One was after Theory got knocked out, um, 
and the briefcase was laying there. I really wish Brock would have got a hold of it and did the boombox boom thing yeah. on his shoulder. Like, I'm kind of surprised that didn't happen just because they were hitting all the notes. Yeah. And these are very minor right. critiques, more of a wish list. I mean, this match was amazing. The second thing that I wish they would have done in this match was when they started piling things on Lesnar, they should have picked up Heyman yes. and put him on that pile. Yeah. Would have been... Yes. See, I, cherry on top yeah. of just, Chef's kiss. Uh, yeah, if you if you put a Heyman on the top of that pile, I agree with you the same thing. I thought the same thing. Yeah. If you put Heyman on top of the pile, I mean it's that, on top it's unstoppable. It's so perfect. It was it would have been so perfect. And yeah. honestly, I guarantee Heyman wishes they would have done that too. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness. Man, but yeah. anyways, anyways. But the match was phenomenal. I mean, you know, these guys obviously you know what these guys can do. This is a show. This is a big match, a lot of big moments, a lot of big hits. Obviously, there's a lot of weapons. All that stuff's going on. But I'm telling you what, these guys are unbelievable. Lesnar, I mean, you know, however old he is, 40s, whatever he is, he's freaking out there going 25, 30 minutes in the hard-hitting match. I mean, hard-hitting. Miss, not missing anything. He's hitting everything. Still throws Roman around like he's a rag. I mean, the dude is amazing. I watched... Oh, the, Heyman's bump? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, crushes Heyman. I watched the, the uh, A&E rivals this past sunday was lesnar and angle and i was watching that and dude lesnar when you just look at him back then it's stupid he was like the most shredded 290 pound guy you'll ever see in your whole life he would and he was so he would throw angle and everyone mark henry in the f5 like he's a child it's unbelievable to be way he's used to be way more explosive explosive yeah younger and he was more yeah. explosive more now speed he's just bigger and more powerful. just more like old man yeah. strength yeah. now yeah he's just a big brute but he but i'm telling you back then holy shit explosive yeah. isn't even the word yeah. for it. it's crazy and then he tried that shooting star at wrestlemania about brodick's neck i have no idea i didn't break his neck i mean it was nuts he landed right on his head so bad but just the way that match was paced yeah len was just perfect like at one point you're like there's no way Lesnar can lose this. He just flipped Roman Reigns out of the ring with yeah. the tractor. Yeah. And, you know, they just, the psychology of it, you know, I mean, it just an all time match, really. And, and that's not to say anything against the rest of the card, which no. we're all B's and, you know, most, yeah. mostly B, B pluses, A's. Yeah. Uh, and the rest I thought of the this match, the main event, and Bianca but and Becky were the two matches that stood out I above mean, the rest, but. And then you got the celebrity touch in there. I mean, just what what an event. I mean, this was a WrestleMania caliber card, Len. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it was excellent. Honestly, I loved everything about it. And um I love this match. And like I'm not generally I'm not like a big like I was never a big Lesnar guy, but he you know, he has his moments with you. But Lesnar, I mean, he once you look at all the stuff he's been able to accomplish, he's amazing, honestly. So when's the next time we see him? Do we? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question, Mike. Honestly, I'm not sure we. I'm I'm not gonna say he's. I don't think he's done forever, but I wouldn't be surprised if his if you didn't see him again for a while, or I wouldn't be shocked if it was never. I mean, honestly, like his relationship is through Vince, and it's like true. he is it's getting right. older. But the, and so he might just be ready to, I mean, he has a ton of money. They pay him so much money, but I do think I don't, you know, I still think if WWE wants him there in a couple of years or whatever, the year and a half, they want him back. They need him back. I do think he'll take the call and I think he'll, he would probably do it again. You know what I mean? Well, it seemed like he kind of had, uh, I saw a lot of footage after the event went off yeah. there and it, it kind of seemed like he was having a, a moment there. Yeah, for sure. Which if you're going to go out, man, I mean, yeah. 
that's the way to do it. Uh, that's an all-time moment right there. That what a picture that would be is going to be of him for years to come. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in that ring with his cowboy hat on and it's flipped up on his chest. Yeah. I mean, what if you're going to go out? To me, that's something I could see Lesnar saying, like, you know what? Yeah. That's it. And yeah, Vince is my guy, and maybe Hunter doesn't have that relationship with him. Right. Is what keeps him coming back. Uh, so it'll be interesting. You never know. I mean, I won't be surprised either way. I I certainly would not mind another trip on the uh, Brock Lesnar roller coaster here in about four to five months. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've become more tolerant of him every time he comes, especially when like, especially to me when you when he's in there and he knows you know he's not he doesn't have to win the match. Like he'll put these people over and. I like I'd like to see him a run outside of the title, like with just more of like a grudge match with someone where the title's on the line, because then you could really enjoy him because you're not like, oh man, I like want Brock to win this, but also kind of I don't want Roman to lose the belt. You know what I mean? So you're like kind of like I wouldn't mind if Roman lost the belt, but also I kinda of don't want him to. And I kind of but would have been cool if Brock won, but then like a week from now I'd be like, I really wish Brock wasn't the champion. You know what I mean? So it's difficult. Well, you remember when he Broke up with Heyman. Yeah. Right. We asked ourselves on this very show, and you and I, we sat here and we said, can he pull it off without Heyman? Yeah. Backing him up. What's this going to be like? And he just blew it out. Oh, great. Yeah. He doesn't need Heyman at all. He's been fantastic. He's awesome like this, honestly. But like, there still is a story with him, Heyman, and Roman, even though they said this last time ever. I mean, there's still a story. Always will be. Yeah, so he, they could always give, turn back to it. But anyway, the match was great. It was awesome. I like, you know, it's expected what he expected. Then you go into Raw the next night, or well, two nights later in this situation. But, like, it's so disappointing that then Roman's not going to be there. This is why people started to hate Brock. Because you, you get, like, a pay-per-view, and then you don't see him for, like, three weeks. It's so dumb. I hate this. So you go Monday, no, no Roman obviously so that's a big gap you don't get roman ever and so i like the decision they make here where uh they decide to put the emphasis on the united states title they do a video package about the importance great of video yeah package. history importance of the u.s title great video package and then they set up two triple threat matches with the winners of those two matches facing in the main event and then the winner of that getting the shot at bobby lashley next week so, first of all, that's to me that's not something Vince would do. Like Vince isn't doesn't do this kind of stuff, so this is like a total Triple H thing to me. And then you get two cool triple threats and um you get Champa in there with uh he was in with um I'm not going to remember the, the right Ali's, pairings. Ali AJ, Ali and uh AJ Ali and oh man, see I never remember these pairings. Gable was in one of them. Champa, Gable, uh, Ziggler, Chompa Gable Ziggler was that one. Uh-huh. Chompa won that one, and then the other one was AJ Ali. And- Ali and shoot, I forget who else was in there now. Can't think of it. I don't know. But anyway, those two go on. The winners are AJ Styles and Champa. So that little feud continues with Miz and them. They meet, and honestly, both triple threats, a lot of fun matches. They got a little bit of time. They had good matches. Everybody got a good moment in them. You know what I mean? Everybody got to show a little bit um, of of go. And Ciampa gets the win, and then Ciampa goes on to face AJ Styles. And that's a good match. I mean, Ciampa-AJ Styles was good. People, you know, that's what you expected. You don't ever see, never thought you'd see it. Ciampa-AJ Styles, really good match. And, um, I mean, just some great stuff. They have 
AJ about to get counted out. Miz. Miz was the other Miz, guy. yeah. So AJ's um, about to get counted out because Miz is holding his leg there. You think, oh, it's over. He just gets in in the nine count. Champa hits him with the with the running knee and then failed t- fairy tale ending for the one, two, three. And Champa wins the, the little mini tournament. And Champa is going on to face Bobby Lashley next week. And there couldn't be, you couldn't have any more fingerprints than Triple H on this. I mean, he's a Champa guy. Champa is a Triple H guy at the top, highest order. So, like, as big as it gets. So they put Champa immediately in here. He's done this again. He's done this two weeks in a row where he does the Raw Talk promos after the show. And if you they don't show him on TV, but if you see them, he did another one this week. Amazing. Champa's just killing it on the mic on those shows. And, like, I don't think he's going to beat Lashley. I don't think he should beat Lashley. Lashley's red hot. But Champa's he's important now already, I think. Yeah. I, I think they've turned that yeah. into something. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're kind of convincing me here that there's – more changes than I perceived. Yeah. Uh, you're making some good points here that's really convincing me. This is this is well, we know it's Triple H's show, but he's already making more marks than I expected. Yeah, big marks. And then the, the and the other things like just like I said, the setup of the show, like on it, they've been doing so many count outs and disqualifications. They didn't really do those. They've got actual finishes to a lot of these matches, including yep. you know, like Rollins getting a one, two, three off on Montez Ford, which is not something they've been another doing. Another good match. Another Great good match. match. I mean, yeah, that's not a match you would expect to see on Monday. They get it, and they got like 20 minutes for those two to go at it again. Like, that was a great match. So, uh, yeah, Raw was good. In fact, Raw was great. Raw was 2.2 million viewers or whatever, which is the highest in over a year. I think maybe two, almost two years. And high in the demo, too. Highest rating in the demo in a long time. And, you know, the key demo. But, honestly, people came out to see what Triple H was going to do. And I think he delivered. So, I think they'll be back. I think this might be a real, real moment for WWE. And a real scary moment if you're AEW a little bit right now. Because I think this, this Triple H version of WWE could be pretty tough. He's learned a lot. Learned a lot yeah. on the job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he seems like the type of guy who's willing to learn and listen. Yeah. Uh, it seems like he's got some more goodwill. than A maybe, lot of goodwill. Vince and might have spent the last of his, and maybe it's a little bit better work environment. Seems that. Yeah, it seems like a better work environment. It seems like a, a more collaborative effort where he's not the be-all, end-all on all these calls, but he's you know get, he's got more of a team. So this could be a real turn for this as a company and as a creative company. So, so another change that we didn't mention, it was kind of between SummerSlam and Raw, was uh, Maximum Male Models. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see their ad with, uh, they were advertising the water? Yes, I did. Mansois. Mansois and Masse. I'm telling you what, dude. <laughs> Maximum male models. And Dupree's back. And Dupree is back, which is the best. We were worried, nervous. Yeah. The, the rumor was out there that they made the switch to Maxine Dupree. And Max there. is gone. But now they're both their brother-sister male combo. Maxine. And I'm going to tell you what. When Max Dupree came back last Friday on SmackDown and snuck his way into that promo, I was like, this is the best. And then Sunday or Saturday night, I mean, the, the commercial hysterical i mean hysterical stuff maximum male models is gold <laughs> if you do it right this stuff's gonna be go- i mean it's gonna be gold oh, for man. sure but you gotta have max dupree and i don't mind maxine too but max has to be there he's the key 
And honestly, you've got to get pretty deadly in this crew. You have to put pretty deadly in this crew with Mase Ma and Mansui. And I'll tell you what. If not in it, then feuding against with, them. That, yeah, I think you got to put them in it, man. That would be such a cool group. It would be, but I also want to see the feud. The I feud would be it. good, too, for sure. If they did a feud, it would be awesome. I, whatever you got to do, you got to get pretty yeah. deadly against these guys. Yeah. I mean, come on. But yeah, maximum male everything. Everything was good. But this was a good week for Raw wrestling. I mean, it was a good week for WWE, good week for Triple H, good week for some guys. Um, you know, and hopefully we get Sasha and Naomi back soon. I mean, this is gonna be awesome. There's some lot really cool stuff going on. NXT two point last night, Mike was a it was a all right, it was a catch, you know, it was a it was an all right show. Um a little bit of action. Solo Sokoa and uh Vaughn Wagner, uh any falls count anywhere pretty good last night i like that new tag chance my girls my girls finally finally Finally. got the tag titles caden carter and uh katana chance i've been kc2 i think kc2 whatever you want to call them i've been thinking uh the whole time that they should have been called up the main roster they didn't get that but they got the title so i'm excited for them to win that you took them in our mock draft i did reviewing before the show you took them there so it's enough for you now yeah, yeah I, I did. I, I could see them coming up soonish. They just maybe. have really cool tandem moves that they've been working on, and they're clearly and they're really smooth out of my life. I just like them as a tag team. But you got to have the tag division has to be important. But you know, right now it's not. You got the return of Santos Escobar last night. He came back, and we're gonna see one last final. What are they calling a final something? I forget what the word is, but they're, it's like a final. Uh, meeting, but it's not. That's not the word they're using. Accord? Did he, did final accord. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. The final accord. Santos and Tony D. And uh, I gotta say, we've been we've been hunting Tony D. A long time. He's getting pretty stagnant. I mean, yeah. th- this this character. They're not going deep enough with him. I yeah. said this before. There's just not enough. Uh, panache yeah. on that character. You did say it before. I, I will say yeah. that. I give you credit. I feel like you need like stacks. Is it okay? They're getting you know they made that other guy sleep with the fishes. But right. I, I feel like I said before they have the production value to make these guys look even more badass than they are. Yeah. I just feel like everything's too bright. There's not enough dim lights. Not nefarious activity. Right. I feel like they could take it further. Like I want it to go where whatever it is joe gacy is gets to go kind of yeah. you know what i mean like, <laughs> joe gacy's terrible but overall you know this whole legato thing i think's kind of gotten you know i think we're all looking forward to the end of that it's i was disappointed i thought they were finally starting to work together and yeah. Legato was assimilating uh but they kind of it just kind of felt stale electric kind of got lost in that shuffle i feel like a little bit and i love seeing santos back uh but I don't know, Len. I don't know. Tony D needs to do something to get that character to the next level. I do think he can do it, but I think he's kind of fallen a little bit back. Uh, yeah, I, I still, I agree. I still like uh, Tony D. I still have hopes for him. Oh, but it yeah. came out hot. It was real hot at first, and it was kind yeah. of a, it was right on that line between like um, satire and like hard yeah. kind of, but it was good. And the yeah. satire was the good part of it to me. A little bit, it's kind of got to be a little bit tongue in cheek. Or it's got to be real hardcore. Yeah. And at this point, this brand is more tongue in cheek. Yeah. So I would have went with the tongue in cheek route okay. for this for the I can understand that. for D'Angelo's family and more because like it was kind of funny at first, but then once it started to get serious, they don't get real violent or anything, you know, as a no. crew. So it no. just didn't. It just doesn't hasn't worked. So 
to me, um, I don't know which direction they're going to go here. One of the, I believe, I've always been in the belief, Escobar should be on the main roster to me. I don't know if you want Legato up there all, but to me, Escobar should be on the main roster. And I think somebody out of this feud has to go to the main roster. You got to get one of these people off this roster because this feud's been way too long and like boring kind of. It's kind of hurt both guys, I think, a little bit. Um, the you know it's a long story too by NXT 2.0 standards. Very long, and it really is winding, and it just doesn't seem like they know where they wanted to go. They never knew what they wanted to go. They just keep bouncing. Yeah, yeah I would. I don't know if winding's the right word. I I feel like no, yeah. it's like start and stop, or like herky jerky or something. Yeah, yeah, like you said, they don't have they didn't. They have never like had an idea how they wanted it. Ending in mind, no, other than it was two factions. Yeah, right. Them. So I don't know. We'll see what goes on with that. Um, you know, I mean. That, that's basically what kind of come out of NXT 2.0, really. I mean, there's you're still going another feud that's going on way too long here to me is Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu. This like Stratton has already won this feud multiple times to me. She's Peter in all the like big matches, uh, and like I thought we were already moved on out of this feud. Like these two should be moved on to me. Stratton should be higher in this card right now, and Chu should be comic relief i mean that's what she is to me right now does is Chu's character gonna change is that what she was hinting at right i don't know that's that would be interesting it needs to do something with that character or it's just gonna be a comic relief i mean that's it well that's when that's when you look at someone like bailey right you know what i mean and she was able to do that and i'm sure well Chu's already had the the tn shaw gimmick right yeah uh that was her that was her, correct? Yes, that was her. Uh, uh, Tian Shaw did not work. I was excited about it. I, yeah. I had high hopes for it. Zia Lee hasn't done anything on the main roster. They don't even use her. Maybe Triple H will change that, hopefully. I could see that. I like her. Yeah, like, I don't know, but they haven't used her much. And then Bo is, I mean, Bo is long gone. He might be, I don't know. Do they bring, uh, do they bring uh, Kona Reeves back? <laughs> I don't think. I, I wonder. If, I feel like this is a the perfect era for the the finest. Kona Reeves would fit in. This I feel era like he'd sure. thrive in two He probably. I don't disagree. I think he probably would too. Um, Kona Reeves. He just never panned out. I was hope. I had hope. High hopes for him, but it never panned out. Um, you know, there's NXT 2.0. They got Heat Wave coming up in a couple weeks. Couple matches. One of the worst things dragging 2.0 down to me right now. Obviously is the schism <laughs> Joe Gacy. I mean, and he's now pursuing Cameron Grimes. I mean, no, can we just not with this? Like this gimmick is so bad. It's just get the, yeah, again, just kind of listless. I mean, it's so bad, but I'll say this grizzled young veterans in particular, the shorter guy. I'm, I'm in on him. I'm not in on them. I was never in on them before. I, 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 was, on them. I, I was never in on grizzled young veterans before. And I'm not on. It's still on, shocking to me that that's. That. I know. <laughs> like, it's it's not. I'm not in on them as the dyad. I'm not in on the schism. I was in very early on Joe Gacy as the woke. You know, with woke issues he had going on. That could have been funny, but it uh, sort of. De- just, it's always awkward. It divulged into this stupid, like, like I called it before. It's like a dime store Bray Wyatt. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's bullshit. It's a generic Bray Wyatt. If you went to buy a Jack Specific and then they didn't have it, and you went to the dollar store and got one that was called like <laughs> something, you know, wish.com. Yeah, and you wish.com exactly. And you'd get a, you'd get 
you know, a, a dime store version. That's what it is. And it's so bad. I mean, even to the, the thing in the turnbuckles where he like stands upside down. I mean, it's like, honestly, this is stupid. Like this is so, so knockoff. So that's got to go. And that includes the diet. Those two are idiots. Get them out of here. I don't <laughs> like them either. Uh, and if, if they get Cameron Grimes in that group, I mean, I'm going to be so sad. That's got potential. If Cameron Grimes is in that group, I'm going to be so sad for him. I just, like, he's so much better than that. Yeah, but he needs a change. He needs, like, to go up or something then. He can't be in the diet. He can't be in the schism. He he dropped the whole money thing, like, too quick. Too quick. Yeah, there's no reason to drop him. He does still wear the suits, though, but... You know, yeah, the but he's not really leaning into it, so I feel like no, you're right. I feel like a change is coming. Or you're right. Oh, there's definitely a change coming with him. He's he's getting ready to snap one way or the other. He's going to either go with the schism, like as a lunatic in there, or he's going to go. He's going to snap on some. He's going to snap. You can tell it's building up on him, and he he can't take it anymore. You know, it's coming. Something's going to explode in him. I don't know what you do with him, but. I love Cameron Grimes. I mean, he delivers every time he's in the ring. He's, yeah, he's great under, on the mic. I mean, I like him. I just don't know what you where you go with him next. I I say this about a lot of people, but honestly, to me, I would call him up. I would call him up. I think I would put I would call him up and put him on Raw or something. I think Grimes can wrestle with a lot of those guys, and I'd probably bring him up. But I don't think they're going to do that, you know, because they're just not. I don't know. They're just. I don't think they're gonna call him up, but that's what I would probably do. Of all the things, um, I'll tell you who's real terrible. Mike's just scrolling through these results. Brooks Jensen is very bad. I'm not in on him at all. I don't like anything about Brooks Jensen. I hate his look, his mullet, his stupid mustache. I can't stand his gimmick. It's so bad. Honestly, Briggs isn't bad. Who's his dad? He's a second. His dad is fucking Bull Buchanan. I had to look it up last night. I remembered he was. I was thinking, like, who's his dad? Bull Buchanan is his dad, which is hilarious. But honestly, (laughs) Jensen, I can't stand Jensen. I don't like Jensen at all. I want him (laughs) out of there so bad. I actually don't mind Briggs. And I don't mind Fallon, Fallon Bailey or whatever her name is. Fallon Henry, whatever her name is. Fallon Henley. Henley, yeah, that's it. I don't yeah. mind any. I kind of like him, to be honest. Brooks uh, Jensen is bad, though. These are, you know what, though, Len? I mean, these are the kind of guys that get changed into something else. Yeah, of like, course. Holy crap. Like, I didn't even see that coming. And all of a sudden, you. I feel like he might have. I'm going to tell you what, some Mike. Intangibles. I don't think Brooks Jensen is going to make it. And that's, that's my prediction. I don't want a big piece, but I'll take a, I'll take I, a look. My prediction is Brooks Jensen doesn't make it in this profession at this level. That's my prediction. I hate to say that about people. NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Lynn. He I is. Mean. He is. But I don't, see, I don't see him around for the long haul. I think Jensen is AW Dark Elevation at best. And I think he's more like, you know, Imagine Wrestling. But you like, but you like Briggs. I like. I don't mind Briggs. I don't like him. I, like, I don't mind him. I think he has potential... Maybe not in this gimmick, but in another gimmick. I don't see anything from Jensen at all. Like Briggs is pretty mobile and active for a big guy, and he hits hard, and he like can really hit those ropes. Like kind of like a, you know, a young Stan the Lariat Hanson. Like he hits the ropes and the big clothes. I mean, it's or JBL like a JBL type. I'm not saying he's any of those guys. He's not on their level, but I like his size and speed combination and the Texan kind of thing makes Briggs give me a little bit of hope. 
little bit of hope. Jensen, no way. <laughs> We're looking at this picture of Amir right now. I, can, <laughs> I think your opinion's being swayed by this Jen, one Jen, shot, which is uh, not, not uh, very becoming. Of listen, him. Jensen, I'm telling, I was thinking this last night when I was watching. That is a bad picture for him, but I, I, he's not good. Also, like Wesley and Drake Williams, this thing? No. Count me out on that. Boxing, I'm not, boxing the six rounds this next week? Oh, no, man. I'm out on that. I like Trick Williams as a mouthpiece. Maybe he'll be a wrestler at some point. He's not good as a wrestler now. His Muhammad Ali gimmick is really dumb. And just talk for Carmelo Hayes. That's what you can do. Just do that. And Wesley can wrestle, but unfortunately his his uh, freaking tag partner was a whatever. What was he doing? He dressed up as Hitler or he was like doing was he Me Too and women. What was... Uh, Wesley's partner doing Mike why'd he get fired uh yeah he shaved his mustache into a Hitler mustache Hitler, took yeah. a selfie and sent it to his ex-girlfriend I believe yeah so racism so he's a racist so he can get lost um and now Wesley suffers for it unfortunately you know because he didn't do anything wrong in this instance he's just there but he's clearly part of that tag team that's what everybody thinks of him as he's trying to establish himself as a solo guy it's just tough he's small he's you know, it's it's. I don't know what he's gonna do. I mean, he's talented as hell, though, for sure. So hopefully yeah. something works out for him. Right now, this thing with Trick Williams isn't it, though. It isn't. It no, isn't prior to that, he was kind of feuding with. He was kind of on a little hot streak there. He's getting some. He had a couple wins over old uh, Zion Quinn. Yeah. Zion Quinn really taking a lot of L's lately. He's been taking a lot of he's, L's. Like I said, I'm kind of interested to see where he goes. He seems more of a rain, main roster body, like just instantly rather than down here like kind of doesn't work down here but i don't know is there anybody you're real high on down there that you've seen lately mike in nxt's or someone stands out to you what about uh axiom or uh no uh, that other that british guy that came from seth G- rollins school giovanni vinci i'm interested oh vinci yeah vinci's been a pretty good improvement yeah that's been an improvement on that character <laughs> i will say that that's been one uh one step forward for sure i like that yeah, i'm just looking at the roster here uh we didn't see any of zion quinn last week did we not no no, no zion quinn lash legend versus alba fire uh fire won that obviously i think lash legend still got a ton of potential but she's green she's, she's just not ready to be in these big matches i don't think um but i think lash legend is still going to do something i tell you what i'm buying a little bit of and i said this before leon and faraz yeah you're on it on leon faraz to too much dancing i don't they're weird they're dancing like strange times it's a weird time when they do it like in the match i don't know i'm not it's, it's spanish i believe yeah it's brazilian or something yeah brazilian. something i don't know and they're all right though they got potential a little bit um what about your boy challenging uh, old uh, Braun Breaker, your boy, the Irish Ace, J.D. McDonough. I had a better thought. Me and Mike talked about him last night. I said that he looked like uh, Funko Pop of <laughs> Vin Balor, but I've changed my mind. Mike helped me change my mind. I thought about it. Mike said he has no shoulders. It's just like his body and then right to his head. And I, now I think he looks like a Finn Balor Pez dispenser is what I think it is actually <laughs> more. Yeah, Finn Balor Pez, his head is enormous for his body. Yeah. He has zero shoulders. It's just a, like a stick torso. And then that head, yeah. it's like, it's almost, he almost looks a little bit like the guy off of um, Team America World Police. Exactly. The lead, like star. Exactly. That's what he looks like to me. That head's just bobbling around. And uh, I am, I'm very out on JD McDonough. Very yeah. out on him. Yeah, he, I mean, obviously, I think he's just going to get fed to Braun here. 
Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's he was the UK champ for over was, a year. I mean, he he's they, they obviously Italian. have high hopes yeah. for him. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think that he's going to be Braun Breaker. I mean, he's just kind of a creep, and I think that's what Braun Breaker even called him. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, his whole anatomy, like he's an expert in anatomy or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean that's the I, gimmick. You know, just not interesting to me. I think he needed to maybe... Why, if that's the gimmick, why was he just driving in that convertible for like five weeks? Like that's like not even the same gimmick. Again, I feel like he really doesn't have a, a, a clear path as to what that gimmick is really supposed to be. You know what I mean? What's right. The, what's the character supposed to be? I'm kind of surprised they tossed him right into the main event picture immediately. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm uh, because def I just don't see him as a threat to Braun no matter what. No, yeah. Uh, it looks like Braun would just run through just about anybody right now, and that's kind of the challenge I think they're going to have. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you want to get the belt off Braun like, or whatever, there's only there's a few guys that could do it. Carmelo Hayes can do it, could yeah. be believable to do it yeah. for sure. Um, I think Solo Sokoa could be the person to do it. Possibly. And... Um, Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner, maybe. I'm not a Vaughn Wagner guy. I don't think he's ready, like... He big size wise he could do it. It's believable, but I just don't think he's ready. Perform Julius Creed could do it believably to me, but they have him as a tag. They're not going to do it. But Julius Creed is yeah. a superstar in the waiting. But there's still so much story to be told. Yeah, with with those two. right, they're not going to do it at all. There's no way. I'm just saying, like I would if Julius Creed was like I'm taking a cake out Braun Breaker, I'd believe it. Also, I think obviously that Escobar could be believable to do it too. But they have to push yeah. him in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah this right. not like today. He couldn't be ready to beat Breaker, yeah. but you could have him ready to beat Breaker in a couple months if you pushed him the right way. But I didn't know Stax's His full name was Channing Lorenzo. Channing Lorenzo, Stax, man. Troy Two Dimes Donovan. Uh, I saw him down at the I, I saw him down at the Ross Traver Ice Car. So he was there. Oh, wow. I saw two, he got hurt actually. I think he dislocated his elbow. To be honest with you, yes. Troy Two Dimes Donovan, now known as Cole Carter. He was down at the uh, IWC wrestling show I went to on Sunday. Uh, Ross Traver, PA, Ross Traver Ice Gardens. He wrestled uh, Matt Taven, actually, is who he wrestled. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I was, it was, yeah, Ta Taven's good. It was like, a, it was weird because when the match started, the first gimmick was that Taven hurt his knee. And he actually, like, walked, had trainers walking the whole way down the halfway down the aisle. Cole Carter was walking down. Like it looked like he really hurt his knee for real. Like I was completely sold on it. I think the whole crowd was. And then he like turned around and just beat the shit out of Carter and he was fine. His knee was fine. But then like towards the end of the match, Carter really did hurt his elbow. And then, so Taven got on the mic after the match and said like, you know, give a shout out for Ta for Carter. Hope he's okay. He's a big star, blah, blah, blah. And Carter just recently debuted on AEW, but I did see him wrestle this past Sunday and um, hopefully not injured seriously, but he did get a little injury. Interesting. Who who else was there at the at the Ice Garden there? Well, the big star of the night there was uh, Penta. Penta was there. Penta was in the main event, and uh, he was did he, awesome. Did he do his uh, taunt? El Sierra Meadow. Yeah. 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 About probably twenty five times. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. Um, but no, he was good, and he had a good match. Um, can't think of the dude's name he wrestled but he's a young dude and he's he's good he's solid but um yeah so penta was there the it was as sold as the um superstar showdown my buddy chris clack that does our music for us he bought tickets for him me and his son to go down 
And originally, the main reason we wanted to go is because his son is was is a big Johnny Morrison fight fan, big John Morrison mm-hmm. fan. So Morrison was booked. Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny Drip Drip was booked. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Penta. That was the three stars that were used to sell the tickets. Well, Thursday, Morrison dropped out, and then Saturday, Saturday, Kingston dropped out. So it was down to just Penta. Now, they did bring in a substitution, Mike, for one of those dropouts. They brought in a guy that, I mean, you know him pretty well. You know what I mean? And he's one of your guys. One of your guys, 100%. I want to say it right, but he's a... (laughs) Wait, can I guess? Yeah, you go ahead and guess. Bull Dempsey. (laughs) No, 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 no. He is... Uh, certified G and a bona fide stud. Oh, Enzo. Enzo Amore was there. Kicked off the show of the match. Enzo Amore got a lot. Of, got a little mic time. Cut a bunch of good little lines. Still good on the mic, man. Enzo can still go on the mic. Had a little match, and uh, that was a, it. Was good. It was, I was excited to see Enzo. It's a good, it's a good little line up there for. Yeah, for it's not bad. Like, Enzo's not a bad sub to me, but like. You know, like Chris had, Chris had like a photo, like he bought for a paid for a photo with his son and with John Morrison. Like Morrison, those guys ends as a big drop off from John Morrison. He, yeah. Well, was Morrison in AEW or my? He did have a match there, but he's not like in there. He did wrestle on like Dynamite the one week I think. Johnny Dynamite. But yeah, it was a, anyway, that was a, that was an aside. But we were down there, and I saw Troy two times Donovan down there, and he was not sleeping with the vicious. He actually must have got out of that river, <laughs> and he changed his name to Cole Carter, and now he's wrestling in Western PA. But anyway, that's that's I mean, that's it. That's the wrestling week. I mean, we talked about SummerSlam; it's been great. Talked about all the impact of Triple H, mm-hmm. and we talked about NXT 2.0. And, um, you know, this is the beginning, not the end. Mike, Triple H put his footstep, put his foots in the big shoes and uh, looks pr- looks pretty interesting so far. It does. It, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, anything can happen at this point. SummerSlam proved that. Raw proved that. Uh, you're right. I think the more I look at it, the more you can see Triple H shining through some of these decisions mm. and maybe probably not just him. I'm sure people around him are reacting differently and maybe. Well, yeah. Uh, like you said, even on the announcers, like Michael Cole, yeah. just totally different Michael Cole. I mean, he's free. He's free yeah. to say more. Great like, job by him. too. Great. As well, as so much, so much improved, honestly, and very good. Not drastically different, but just adding enough flair. Well, yeah. Just taking the touch. chains off him just a little bit, letting yeah. the leash off him just a little bit. And he's able to like put a little bit more of his own personality in there. You know, more where before he was more, you know, he's he was he was tight, he was tight, yeah. but he's the best. I mean, Cole's so good, it's amazing. Mac- McAfee's given him a breath of fresh air, yes, for well. sure. And Graves, Graves is not to be sold short. No, I love Graves, I think Graves is great. McAfee's great because he just gives so much energy. Same thing, I think, is this new booking it just gives everybody energy, everybody seems excited. Whereas before, it's like you're just punching the clock a lot of those shows, you know what I'm saying. And a lot of the feuds, even like the mid-card feuds, I, I feel like some of the people just feel like they're just punching the clock. They're not having a blast. Certain guys are. Like, Sami Zayn's always having a blast when he's out there. He's always into everything he has to do, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. You can tell he's like, loves professional wrestling, and this is what he wants to do. Yeah. You can tell that McAfee all the time. I think and, we talked about this uh, 
after the show last week, we forgot to mention it, but his uh, Zane's episode is yeah. Stone Cold on the network. Yes, uh, great. One really of the best. One of the best, I think. That was one of my favorite ones. Sammy is so freaking smart about wrestling and he loves it. Like it's he's like so passionate about it, and it was just really good. Him and Austin were great together. So Anyway, that's what we got to say about wrestling this week. We'll hopefully this stuff keeps going, and we'll be keeping uh, we'll be keep having more uh, frequent episodes here of the Squared Sofa because it's when it's fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about. We'll probably talk about it more. Just so. one one more thing, Len, before we sign yeah, off. Yeah. Did you did you look into uh, Ric Flair's last match at all? Oh what yeah, we that? should probably mention that. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it or anything. I saw a few clips on Twitter. I was I wasn't really honestly interested in it. I mean. Um, it, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I, I just, it's just not, it's not for me. That I don't care like about it. I love Ric Flair. His last match was a long time ago to me. You know what I mean? At this point, I don't need to see him in a match. I don't care that he did it either. It's his choice, whatever. And you know, I, you know, the guys around him were there to protect him. I get it. All that, it's fine. It's, it's, it's ugly. But yeah, it's just like Undertaker ringside. Dude. Undertaker ringside, Foley. Yeah, they had a they had a lot of stars there. I mean, it's respectful for them to be there. I'm glad they were there. That's pretty cool of them that they went to that because Bret Hart was there too. Yeah, like that. Honestly, whatever Flair wants to do, he's kind of earned it. You know, I mean, and he's he's put his body, he's beat his body up for this for hundred years. So good for him. I don't care to see it or anything. I mean, you know, Ric Flair's win, obviously. I'm not sure what, what the point of it is. But I'm glad he was able to do it. That's cool. Jeff Jarrett did a great job uh, both nights. Yeah. Jer- referee. Really yeah. The law down. I'll tell you what, Jarrett was a good referee. I mean, I, I listened to him on a pod not long ago. He probably was referenced since he was 14 years old, you know what I mean, before he was able to wrestle. Yeah. His great grand, I mean, his grandmother ran a company before his dad, Jerry Jarrett, who ran it for years. I mean, his grandmother was yeah, in the wrestling. Born, his, he was born into it. Yeah. So he knows how to do all. And he was like, he looked as good as any regular ref. He could ref every main event tomorrow if you yeah. wanted him to honestly so yeah he was great it was a good just a good week for wwe now well, it was and it's exciting coming up like we said anything can happen it's kind of a new era uh AEW yeah. is gonna have to respond here pretty soon yeah and i expect them to also that's the yeah. thing about them you know tony khan i think he'll see the writing on the wall that this is that it's getting a little bit more interesting and I wouldn't be surprised you see him pull the trigger on some stuff here coming up soon. Kenny Omega has been kind of on the perimeter. He's getting get close. He's getting close. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't be surprised to see Omega at some point. Also, wouldn't be surprised if you see somebody that's still out there. Maybe they make a big run at Bray here or something. You know what I mean? Because I think WWE will try to get Bray too. I think there's probably standing offers from both of them out there. And maybe uh, – AEW will just try to, um, you know, make one back big push at uh, Bray and see if they can get in there to change the thing, you know. And then obviously this month too, if we're not back before, I mean, hopefully we get in before. But either way, August twenty seventh this month here in Reynoldsville at the Bellamaro, Imagine Wrestling, our friends Imagine Wrestling, Cato, Donnie, all our boys down there, will be in Reynoldsville twenty seventh. We'll be there. The champs will be there. Um, it was so much fun last time. Everybody that went had fun. Even people I've talked to that weren't wrestling fans at all that ended up showing up there had a blast. It's a really nice building, really nice people. The wrestlers are nice guys. They really go out for the kids and everything. If you go there, you know, they'll spend some time with the kids, all that stuff. It's really a great organization. So August 27th, seven o'clock to Bellamaro. If you're interested, imagine wrestling.com. You can get tickets and me and Mike will be there. We'll be there. 
Right, Mike? Yeah, and you can find us there, and you can find us at livingroomchamps.com. You can also find us at LRC Pod on Twitter, Living Room Champs on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, another week in the books. Good talking to you guys, wrestling, and we will be back soon. Come to Imagine Wrestling. Living Room Champs are out. Yo, it's the LRC. The podcast was a game. We be MVP. Knowledge is power. Lend an ear for the next hour. And tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers.